0: Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it.
1: This episode contains spoilers from Neon Gods and the Sea Witch, with mentions of the Wicked Villain series, Electric Idol, the Infernal Devices, and the Song of Achilles. Please see show notes for trigger and content warnings provided by the author.
0: And welcome to a court of fandoms and exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie, and I am Jessica Marie, and today we are discussing *Wicked Beauty* by Katie Robert. We were very lucky, and we got this as an arc. But as usual, that does not have any, you know, influence in what we say or what we thought. And um, we just have to say thank you. So say thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you to Sourcebook for sharing this
1: arc with us and for just all the opportunities they've given us thus far. Um, but we do have an ACFE first this episode. I read this twice this week, which usually Laura is the one who's like, I'm reading it twice. She still read it twice. And I was so proud of myself. I was like, oh, I, I pulled a Laura and I, I read this twice. But it's also that good. Like I was just, I read this book. I was reading something in between and
0: I wanted to come back to it
1: because I wanted to be fresh and it was it was it was such a fun read.
0: This was a really fun read. This was kind of unexpected. I would think a little bit um I just were you No, I'm going to answer my own question. You are familiar with um Achilles and Patroclus because you have read The Song of Achilles. Yeah, right. I
1: feel like having that background helped me Um, Just the familiarity of the Achilles Patroclus story and obviously Helen Troy and all of that stuff. Um, But to see them in a poly like this. And Katie writes polys. Like she has a, basically it's the entire um, Wicked Villain series that I'm familiar with. But uh, this is probably my favorite one. She's like favorite polyamorous relationship that she's written to date.
0: I will admit something. The thing that I will admit is that I really enjoyed this book, of course, obviously. Katie does a really great job at everything that she does, but especially, like, <laughs> writing relationships like this. But it just made me desperately, to my bones, want a gem, Tessa, yeah. Will, Herondale, Thruple. It was just, like, in the back of my head the whole time, like, I, w- I would just love this for them.
1: But you could also see that, like, you could see... I, I don't know about you, but you can see who... Each would be in the relationship too. like, if you just like switch the names out, you're like, this is it's all there. The the emotion, the confusion, the love that they, they share a love for each other individually and cohesively. And how are they going to move forward and be like this unstoppable force? And they're like, we're great together. But can you imagine us? Like as a team, not just in business, but even Achilles says, like, no, Patroclus, I think one of the end <laughs> lines was he goes, no, I think she looks a little disappointed. I think she thinks you're meaning business. No, like a team in business and a true triad, like behind the scenes too. And I think that's exactly what we've discussed in our Shadow Hunters and specifically with the Infernal Devices. Why, why should we have to choose?
0: <laughs> so if you have the fanfic Rex, drop them because i i would really love some oh like the the -hmm. infernal oh i never even
1: thought of that they have to be out there please
0: yeah drop drop the rex drop the rex okay back to back to um this uh what is this this is dark olympus yes this is the dark olympus series
1: Yep, this is book number three in the Dark Olympus series. Um, And they're all intertwined. You have the little Easter eggs in between, because the first one was Neon Gods, the second one was Electric Idol, this one is Wicked Beauty, and the fourth one announced for February 2023 is Radiant
0: Sin. So we're
1: still a ways off, but there's a lot of returning characters as well.
0: Yes, there are. And I will admit something, and that was that I had to write out who is who, because as we know in this series, uh, the gods names are just titles and they change and it it took me it took me a hot second to really wrap my head around like who is who and who is doing what and how they were interconnected the politics the politics took me a second i wrote it out it it was very crazy um when jess and i were talking about this before we recorded jess was like katie show us the murder board like let (laughs) us see it
1: and this is just, we're at book three, you know, who knows what her board looks like, because she has so many books lined up. Mm-hmm. She's admitted to 10. And she recently did like both over this past weekend that we're recording on Instagram live and a TikTok live uh, with asking, you know, answering these questions, how, you know, her contract is up. She's contracted for a certain amount of books. But she is a, like, nonstop – I don't know how her – I can't say I don't know how her, hand, her hands don't hurt. They do. They she's do. openly said she has carpal tunnel for just, like, powering out all this content, all this published content. She also has free content available if you sign up for her newsletters for her novellas and excerpts and just keeps creating these worlds that um we all love. And clearly, you know, publishers do too because she's contracted and has these wonderful series, so –
0: and she's very generous with everything that she does. Very generous uh, in this book as well. Uh, it feels very sexy the whole way through. However, uh, Jess and I identified there were only like three specific spicy scenes and only two with all three of them.
1: The third spicy scene, which was the second time the three of them got together, I was exhausted reading it. Like, how are they still going? Like, good on them. Good. I mean, good for them. I'm very happy for them. It was like the bed and the shower and the bed and the shower and then more in the shower and then back to the bed. And of course, everything happened in the bed. So they had to go back. I was exhausted. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, you know, old. I don't (laughs) know. (laughs) I'm like, I would be tired. How are they still going? And even Achilles is like... It's okay. We have two days off till the next trial, and I'm like, I would be I would be doing I would be sleeping. I would be sleeping a lot.
0: Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess there are four spicy scenes. There are um, Achilles and Patroclus after Patroclus sees Helen. Yeah. There is Achilles and Patroclus when Helen is in the next room. Yeah, and he was
1: uh, yeah that that banter
0: back and forth that was good.
1: He was like make her hear you kind of thing. I'm still jealous. Yeah, and then it was
0: the the two with all three of them together. So I guess there are four. Yeah, four four spicy scenes. Um, felt very sexy the whole way through. I mean, these boys, these two boys, are very tortured, very tortured, very different, very lovable, just very lovable.
1: Uh, Oh yeah, I I like to think that this was almost an extension, like a spicy extension of the song of achilles where there isn't a tragic ending because the song of achilles is all about their childhood growing up together this one even says like they've been like in a romantic relationship more or less for the last 12 years since they were 18 so Mm -hmm. we're you know they're in their 30s now um and they just have this like they just get each other but there's the communicate like before the helen comes into play um they they know the boundaries of their relationship they know their boundaries with each other they they say that they're in an open relationship but at the end of the day they're like usually it's just to kind of like fuel our curiosity or to like bring other people into the bed with us um but at the at the, at the end of the day it's just it, it it comes down to both of them and their relationship with each other
0: and they have a really interesting relationship but they're very strong on their own which is something that I do really enjoy um, about Achilles and Patroclus. Like, Patroclus is the thinker. He's the thinker. Achilles is the doer. That's great. I like the backstory that we have here of, like, Patroclus knew Helen when they were kids a little bit, and he she, like, kind of saved him from a bully. Uh, and I, I really like that kind of connection. Um, I want to start with, um, I guess... I guess just with an overall, we have three trials that we have to go through here. That is the plot of the book. It is a it is a forced proximity bodyguard tournament. I'm so I'm so bad with with naming the types of tropes.
1: You know, there was a whole like, Helen, did you put your name in the thing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like very Harry Potter. Very Harry Potter.
0: Very Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, so lot, lots of tropes here. Very fun, though. Very fun. And the
1: reason they have the trials is because, like Laura had said, um, you know, the thirteen their title names for these roles. The the, the current slash past Aries died, so they need a new Aries. And the way to get to the Aries role is to um, complete these two these three trials. Whoever you know, whoever wins the trial at the end of the thing, you know, wins the the title role.
0: And that is really interesting because uh, Jess said that she read it twice. I also read it twice because we are both amazing. <laughs> uh, I really focused on the politics the second time, as I tend to do. And there, I like this planting of an uprising that's happening with the tournament letting the people from, like, what is it, Minos come in. And, you know, like Theseus and, and the Minotaur and all, all of this kind of... Information happening barrier situation. I really like all of this and I'm so stoked to see where it goes. Uh, I'm so stoked to see where it goes because that barrier is going to go.
1: Yeah, and I didn't realize it the first read, but the reread, the line that's completely foreshadowing, it's in chapter one. The line is, a bunch of new members of the Thirteen in a short time mean uncertainty, and in uncertain times, anything is possible, even revolution. So it's it's right there right there. <laughs> the first chapter, and I didn't realize it, and I didn't pick up on it until the second time, only because I thought that it seemed kind of familiar because I feel like there was conversations happening regarding uprisings in the Wicked Villain series, but there's, like, firm ties in this book with that. Um, So I just didn't know if I was crossing, you know, I was just blending the two series by accident or if that was, if that's directly related to, like, you know, if the Minos, the people of Minos is the tie-in or if it was an Easter egg to Wicked Villains.
0: I'm so excited. Yeah, like, to see how it unfolds. Because they drop it right at the end. Right. Like, so... E- it, oh, my God. It's so amazing. Okay, okay, okay. Helen is pretty isolated from females in this story, which isn't awesome. But she has her own, like, inner growth kind of situation. So I will excuse that. But I do like that the women that are in her life, like her sister and everybody, are um not really allies with her, right? She she doesn't have, besides like Dionysus and Hermes, she doesn't really have friends, Helen, right? So her she has her sister and she has I guess I, her brother, but
1: Yeah, but I feel like he, he goes in and out between that brotherly role. Like Eris, we Eris E-R-I-S, her sister, Mm -hmm. is now the new Aphrodite, as we know that from Electric Idol. But even in Electric Idol, they kind of had a strained relationship because uh, Psyche would comment on it. You know, there wasn't really that sister loyalty. They were just kind of sisters, not Mm -hmm. necessarily that loyalty that you hear from amongst each other. Um, And there was even some conversation from Psyche in that book electric idol where she can see helen as like an actual girlfriend they would like go and have drinks on friday nights like that barrier was kind of being brought down um that psyche had put up for herself amongst all the people and the 13 and the children um obviously because of her own um her own trauma and being bullied amongst the kids and I wish we saw more of that here. But, you know, I have to think you don't have all these characters that aren't that are all intertwined and and not have some sort of payoff in the end, especially when the revolution is coming.
0: Yeah, there'll be some sort of Avengers moment like there has to be. Right. I, I just I want this. I want this dearly. <laughs> so. We start off with. Aries dying, the old Aries is dead, the tournament is announced, and Helen says, fuck you, I'm entering, right? That that's really what it is. Because she's announced as the prize. She was already gonna enter.
1: She's already am gonna not enter. a
0: prize to be won. Which is said over and over and over again. Over, yeah, and, I, over and over. I again. love it. I, I love the Princess Jasmine I, moment. Do you say it in in her inflection and her like like Jasmine's? <laughs> Jasmine's? Yeah, every time you read it, because I do. I did. Yeah, I am not a prize to be won.
1: Has she not and but then, then like also knowing that she dropped Carver City in the mm-hmm. series, knowing that there was a Jasmine in Car like
0: it, it, that it was just kind of like very meta for me. Yeah, was just, there's just there's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, but Zeus does not tell Helen that Helen is going to be the wife of the person that uh, wins the Ares tournament, which is like a big no no, dude. Like, what is that even about? uncool situation. But Helen was already going to enter. So, I mean... You know, it was the catalyst to be
1: like, oh, I I thought I was going to before, and now I'm definitely now. Mm -hmm. And Callisto, who is Hera, who is her brother's wife, so her sister-in-law, was that additional catalyst to say, you know, who's really stopping you? Who's going to, you know... And even Helen said, like, why are you helping me? Like, let's take the sister-in-law aspect out of it. And Callisto says... Um, you know, maybe I just don't like the idea of, a ra- you know, anybody being forced into a marriage. And I just feel like there's a lot of little, little drops of Callisto that we're seeing here that's going to be payoff in the Zeus book.
0: Which is excellent that you mentioned that because payoff, payoff. Something that I feel will get a good payoff as well is the little kind of thrown in line here that... Specifically, it's a, quote, little known rule, unquote, that you can kill a member of the 13 and take their place. That is a way to become a member of the 13. That is just like really casually mentioned. I thought that that used to
1: be the rule. And that's why the no killing of the 13 rule came into effect, because Hades's father was killed by the original Zeus, Perseus's dad.
0: It is frowned upon. Oh, it was is frowned upon. upon. It is not like a thing. It is just it oh. is like something that is nobody talks about, nobody mentions. Oh, it's like, gonna happen there then. But like you can totally do it. Yeah. So uh, she Katie dropped that in there, and I was just like, mm, a little known rule. I'm perking up on this. Okay, huh. okay. So interesting. Uh that goes along with um something that Jesse, you and I were discussing earlier, which was um, I'm interested in the po- the politics of Poseidon and how Poseidon and like some of his people are able to cross the barrier like easily. I want to know more about that. And Patroclus, our smart thinking boy, uh, thinks it has something to do with bloodlines. So things that I want to see fleshed out in future books. Those are those things.
1: But these are like the universes where I feel like I, I don't know if it's like that... <sighs> I'm not going to say the specific author because then it's like a huge spoiler, um, even though the book's been out for a while, where the universes start crossing because we already had the Carver City drop. And what we were talking about before um, this episode also was wicked villains. And there's like there's a book called The Sea Witch and Ursula, like the character who's Ursula, has a thing against Poseidon because of all this drama like they were basically like bffs in undergrad they're not anymore so he's she's going to hit him where it hurts his daughter who happens to be like ariel it's a whole thing it's a whole thing totally read the series um i'm a, i'm a fan of it but that's where i don't know if these are just easter eggs and nods to the series the the wicked villain series that katie writes or if it's going to be uh, like a, an Avengers twofold thing where it's not just the Dark Olympus, but also uh, the Wicked Villains. Because like, I don't, is it just a, a mention or a drop? Because she does it with Her- the mention of Hercules and his polyamorous relationship, which is, you know, I'm, that's like my favorite book of the, the Wicked villain series. Cause... Katie, tell us. Katie, please tell us. <laughs> like,
0: like, we need to know. Everyone needs to know these things. Please tell us. Please tell us. Please tell us. Um Something that I will tell you is that Achilles is a little jealous boy, isn't he? Yeah, sweet, he's sweet thing.
1: At least he's self-aware because he's like, damn it, I know this is my fault. Yes, I'm a hypocrite because I want to have my cake and eat it too. Yes, I want to be able to do all the things and I don't want him to do the things. But fuck me. Like, he's so frazzled about
0: it all. I I do really love that after after Patroclus meets, I mean, I say meets, like bumps into more or less, oh, like, okay, Helen, like Helen, like yeah. Helen, when she's dropping her name into the the cup or whatever. <laughs> um, and, and, and like, Patrick gets all flustered, right? He's looking at her. He's like, damn, she's gorgeous. And she like, like puts her shoes on and like leans on him and he's just like oh my god oh my god and then he goes home and he's all flustered and Achilles is like what the fuck and he's like ah that it's not a normal flustered he's Mm -hmm. like I know I know
1: that because they've known each other for so long they know like literally they, they know the ins and outs of each other to the point where he's like I know that face even when they're stretching at the gym he goes that's not a flush of embarrassment that's a flush of him being turned on I know that like I know that
0: anywhere well, you bring up that, that scene, so let, let's just go right there. Um Helen I do appreciate that Helen is like at the gym, right? She's like working, she's doing her thing, and she's like in her own head and she's not realizing like how fast and how long she's going on the treadmill, and Patroclus like just like steps in and Helen's immediate reaction was just like, Fuck you, what are you doing? Like s- like stop. And Patroclus Approached it in a you're going to hurt yourself, be careful kind of way, and yeah. and not in like a stop what you're doing you're being irresponsible kind of way. I just I like the way that Patroclus uh, connects with Helen on a like well on a different level because they each bring something different. But I like the Patroclus and Helen connection a lot um, for that sweetness that is there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also. Very much like the way that Helen is when Achilles gets playful, because in in one instance, um, Patroclus is like, "Oh my God, there's two of you now!" Like I like, <laughs> "Oh my God, stop!" Um, he's like,
1: "I can see, I can see their future." Like it, like it was, it was very bittersweet for him because it's like, yeah, like, oh my gosh, there's two of you, but like also, he he was like, they, you know, he was also in the. Achilles is getting ha- Ares and that means yeah. he gets Helen. Like I I'm seeing their future layout. And I'm already getting pushed aside. Like it was just, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're in, and like you said, with the three, um, the three POVs and all these, in all these situations, you're feeling their emotions and their turmoil and their confusion. And, you know, in some instances, they're great at communicating. And others, I'm like, it's just like, if you all simultaneously talked, you'd realize your insecurities and feelings for each other are exactly like you all have the same insecurities that you're going like the other is going to leave you because your love for each other is so
0: deep and the three povs as you mentioned are phenomenal in my op- in my opinion i really like having in a throuple situation i like having three povs it keeps everything straight in my head keeps everything kind of together but in this gym scene that we're talking about um so helen and Patroclus are stretching and like And Patroclus says in his head, like, a little more sexually than needed to be. He was like, I was a little, I was a little, I didn't need to be like that. But, like, I was. Um, And (laughs) and then, like, Achilles comes in and Achilles, like, you know, like, catches them or whatever. And then Achilles basically picks up Helen and angry fucks her in their room. Uh, And afterwards, this this is the point that I'm getting to, the thing that I really love. After they have that really, like, passionate, kind of, like, angry, rough kind of sex uh achilles is like oh my god oh my god we didn't use condoms oh my god i am so sorry i don't know what is going on with me like oh my god and helen is like yeah i'm on birth control i was aware of that the whole time like i i knew this she knew that but i like that he
1: had the concern because
0: condoms aren't just
1: about you know, mm-hmm. fertility and contraceptives. Like, mm-hmm. I like that he was like, I, the only person that I have unprotected sex with is Patroclus. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And she's like, oh, well, I'm tested regularly. And he was still like, that's not the point. Like, yeah. I am too, but yeah. that's not
0: the point. It was such a great... I I just never really read about a man being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. Just having, like, a moment. Because it's usually, like, a gross reverse kind of situation. Or it's not addressed. Or, you know, like, or, or, or. But I I, I really like that he was just kind of caught up in passion. But she, who also was, was like, yeah, but I know my shit. Like, this is not, like, I am not this naive bitch. Like, uh-uh. We, we are on the same level here. And I really, really appreciated that. Um, but going back to what you were saying about how, um their insecurities so like achilles is jealous patroclus is drawn to helen and helen wants both um but i mean fair fair totally fair <laughs> totally fair but patroclus and achilles each have in their own povs like specific moments where they say like um patroclus says he was never meant to be only mine and like one day uh achilles will leave me and achilles is like one day Patroclus will ice me out forever. Like he will get too deep in his head and he will ice me out completely. And I I love, I like those perspectives. It gives us more than I was expecting from a smutty Greek God throuple situation.
1: And I, I loved Patroclus. Like even after that moment where Achilles angry fucks Helen, you know, and, Achilles comes home and he's like I'm so sorry he's like don't even fucking like kid, kid shower shower get that shit off like because same I get it like that I would be like are you really gonna come to our bed and like no I don't want to hear mm-hmm. it like let's like let's you know I I, I appreciated that I understand a hundred percent where where Achilles is like Talk to me, like you not talking to me. You, you, because he. What does he say? He's like yell at me, scream at me, hit me, and and Patrick was like that's abuse. I'm like that's abuse. Fucking, like I'm not gonna hit you. He's like and and Achilles because he's the doer. He he just he needs something. He needs some sort of validation. And I totally get where Patroclus is coming from. He's like I need to I need to not talk to you because if I do. That's gonna, you know, and he even says it in the inner dialogue that Achilles has learned that if he tries to push me when I'm not ready to talk, the Mm -hmm. whole situation becomes worse than it needs to. And and Achilles, and he just realizes it. He's like, I know I fucked up. I know I, I, you know, I want everything my way. I know I'm being a hypocrite. I just not even 12 hours ago, I said she's off limits. Like Mm -hmm. she's affecting us too bad. And all of a sudden, I do this, and he's waiting for a reaction and and patroclus is just trying to wrap his mind around like the double standard of it all you know that this person who has been in their lives for 48 hours is all of a sudden upturning their relationship which they were already you know and achilles says you don't you're not in a relationship for 12 years without you know ups and downs like there's it's not realistically possible
0: yes let's talk about the first trial Tell me, tell me, tell me about the first trial.
1: I was gonna ask you. I forgot what the first trial was, but I remember the second and third. Ah,
0: the first trial. I have them written down. The first trial is the obstacle course, and the second uh-huh. is the hedge, hedge maze. And With the, the third, keys, yeah, and the third is, third is the by um, Combat, trial and combat the, yeah,
1: yeah, in Colosseum. In my head, it was the Coliseum.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely me too. Um, I had an issue with the pacing about this, and we'll get to that later um, with the third trial. But this first trial, I was picturing just like a big ass, like wipe out kind of situation for an obstacle course. Um, Like the gladiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because that's the only, I don't know, that's just where my brain went. Um, But I would not be able to do this.
1: I couldn't have done any of these. No. Are you kidding me? I couldn't get past a tri-wizard tournament. You think I was going to get this? I,
0: I couldn't. I, I definitely I definitely couldn't do this one. I would get lost in the hedge maze. So, I don't I don't, I don't know. Um, and I'd be killed in tribal combat.
1: Well, technically, Helen didn't... She she was able to pull herself on to... Didn't she get, like, a good vantage point? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't cheating. No, she didn't cheat. Like, she, she did didn't not cheat, cheat at all. So, which is how she was able to guide Achilles to
0: help Patroclus you're getting you're getting ahead of where we are you're getting Sorry. ahead of where we are um but the, the the first trial to me was just like Helen um, it was an obstacle course and Helen kind of had help right she she feels like she didn't really do it on her own and Paris kind of just starts needling her about that and just like, yeah, and just starts like twisting the dagger because Paris is the villain here, fuck him, and he's awful and everything he did to Helen was awful and something that I want to point out about uh, Paris is that Helen says that um, Paris would comment on how she looks and be like oh, you know, what if the cameras see you like through the window and they take a picture of you, they're going to think you're sick, like you look so bad Um, it is repeatedly said like just over and over and over again, how stunningly beautiful she is. Like, show beautiful, not only to, to uh, Achilles and Patroclus, but, like, to the general public. She is just a stunning person. So it is just such a real-life thing to have the guy in your life treat you like absolute dog shit, even though, like, to the world, you're, like, the most beautiful woman in existence, and you have that, like, deep, deep insecurity because Helen says like, he was the first guy that she opened up to and told all of these things to. And she thought that he was going to like be there for her. And he turned around and used it to like destroy her. And that real, that's a really real thing in here. And I love the like revenge plot that we have.
1: Oh yeah. Well, and and not just, that part of the, the 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 relationship that they had, but even the aftermath of how she's handling it, it's it's so often that you know you might grow from a situation or you think you've grown, and then that person kind of reemerges back into your life one way or the other, and you either realize, okay, I'm in a better place now, or Um, or all that trauma just kind of floods back to you all over again. So it just felt so, it it felt very real to be like, oh, oh. And, you know, you see her zoning out when they're in the car Mm -hmm. and Achilles and Patroclus, like, they pick up on that and then they're, like, starting to piece things together because initially it was like, who was the person who, like, Fucked with her head so much, and then they started piecing everything together. Like this motherfucker, like and you yeah. know, and later on into the series, like we promised, we she would never have to deal with that again. So no matter if one of us wins, like or three, one of the three of us wins, like that just increases our chances to get her away from, you know, Paris. Ugh, and well. that was his, and that was one of um, Patroclus's first like questions. Yeah, out like, of the hospital, yeah. like, oh shit, did, did Paris she like? Do, yeah, we promised her, we promised her, she wouldn't have to, you know. And that was like a a huge concern.
0: Yeah, well, God. God. Um, but you bring up trauma. Uh, we get even more trauma when Helen is um, almost assassinated, right? Like, she didn't need that, but there we are again. But that just brings us to our first spicy scene that we have with the three of them, right? Because Helen is attacked, but nobody can be a better bodyguard than Patroclus and Achilles. So um, they something that I do really love about this is they make a big deal about like, oh, I got to pack up all my stuff in my suitcase. I got to haul <laughs> everything over there. But then Patroclus is like, I'm fucking stupid. Like I could just walk back into my room. Our rooms are
1: literally, like if they have like one of a those joined. joining
0: <laughs> <laughs> doors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it, but, but I like that because it it goes to show that Patroclus is like really out of sorts, and that and he, he sees that. He yeah, says that. he's because he's self aware. He's just like, what the fuck am I doing? But I really, really like that, and I also like that. Um, you know, Patroclus gets his own here like he's one-on-one with helen and like you know he 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 gets it and i like that we get the other point of view because we get achilles too and achilles is like as soon as i heard helen moan i knew exactly what was going on they were fucking around and and if i was a better person i just would have let Patroclus have it but just let him have his own but i'm not a better person i'm a piece of shit and i walked through the door and i love that
1: well, I love that, I mean, because he even says it with Helen, you know, before they continue their, you know, their, you know, hooking up, he, he goes, you know, she asks him or something like, you know, is this kind of revenge? Is it kind of me? And he goes, Ugh, it might be a little of yeah. both. Is that a problem? And she's like, I don't even know. Like this, I, she's wrapping her head around it because she's so into it. Um but she also doesn't want to be like. Would it? Would if be? She didn't want to think into it. So then, when Achilles walks in, the fact that Patroclus is like, "You're interrupting," It's so good. It's so good.
0: But in that exact moment, when Patroclus is like, "You're interrupting," he's looking at Helen's face to kind of gauge like her com like how comfortable she is with this situation. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she she's just kind of like all up in it, and then as soon as he sees that, he's like mm-hmm, okay, we can play now a little bit.
1: Because you get the internal dialogue mm-hmm. that she had never felt comfortable with other people, like, you know, voyeurism. She didn't trust other people. She was the daughter of Zeus. So that also, like, alerted me that she had never been to the Lower City. She had never gone to Hades Club. So she might have been aware of it because she does talk about the hypocrisy that Olympus has and likes to portray themselves as progressive when they're that absolute op- opposite of um but she still like ha- you know there's trust issues there and i totally I, I i respect her for that too
0: i respect the hell out of helen for what she says after this spicy scene uh, she says i was not drunk drugged, oh. or incapacitated. I enthusiastically consented this whole time. Basically, shut the fuck up. I have full agency.
1: Don't treat me like, mm-hmm. not, like I'm a toy. You know, yeah. I am a person. I am a willing participant. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so great. I highlighted
0: it. Yeah, Thank I have it. I, like, wrote it out. I started. I was just like, that. that's great. That is really great. And then uh, Helen does make a point that says, like, Achilles doesn't use, like, Helen's fear against her the same way that... Paris did so she's starting to feel like more comfortable Uh, she also says that she hasn't been wearing like any sort of makeup around them and they haven't noticed which is just like so crazy because like comparing like Paris and then like these two like gorgeous guys um, something that I appreciate that is just not talked about enough is um, the changing of the sheets and the showering thank you for this
1: yeah. And she was like, I, there were a lot of changes. Like we were just talking about the back of the port, the back of the port. I'm exhausted, but she's like, Oh, here we go. Changing the sheets again. Do I really want to go down that like mind palace of like why we have to keep changing the sheets?
0: It's just very messy. Uh, very messy. I mean, good, good on them. Good on them. They're very, very, <laughs> very happy for them. Something that I picked up on here is when Patroclus is conflicted about Helen, he likes to rub his chest. Oh, um, right. He like rubs his chest when he's conflicted about Helen or Achilles. He does that several times, and um, I'm asking where he got slashed by the sword. Was it his chest? Because that would yeah. be poetic.
1: Yeah, oh. it was. Well, his Well, Katie, chest. you were
0: poetic. <laughs> I picked up on that. Also, Theseus, uh, one of the competitors, starts talking. Um, starts planting the seeds of. Uh, he's like you, you Helen, and your family are the things that are wrong with everything in Olympus. Like this is a viper oh. pit. Um, so Theseus starts talking, talking a little smack that we've got going on there. Um, and then we have the second trial, is the hedge maze with the keys. Um, very good. Uh, I know that it's the myth, but I don't necessarily love that. In both two uh, trial two and trial three, that Patroclus is Achilles' foil. Like I understand, you know, but like both times Patroclus goes down, and like both times Achilles, um, like abandons everything to go to him. And like I understand this, like the storytelling of the, like I I, I get the plot, like, I understand. But part of me feels like I would have liked Patroclus to go, kind of save Achilles. Like maybe oh. just like once. It, it, or Just, like, maybe they fight together instead of Patroclus always getting his ass fucking handed to him. Because Patroclus got his ass handed to him by Hector in the second trial. Like, our boy can fight. I would just like him to Yeah, fight. I was going to say, like, he's not under
1: Athena's rule if he wasn't capable.
0: Yeah, like our boy is capable. Let him be capable. I guess is kind of I know it. he's
1: like I know he's taller. Like he they talk about like he is taller than Achilles.
0: Yeah. Like so, he's like bigger
1: than him in general, just with like glasses. It's yeah. So
0: cute. And they say though he doesn't have the the natural kind of like war he thinks about his moves where Achilles just kind of um automatically moves and that's and that is the reason because it reinforces that he's a thinker. and the I understand the storytelling. I'm just saying. I would have liked the rules You know, as long as we're reversing all the things. Mm-hmm. Let's reverse that a little bit. That is just a little criticism for me.
1: I have a question since it's it's surrounding the second trial. And it's not like a deep question or anything. So, you know how the... Do you think that the reason the Minotaur showed up is just like a, a nod to the Minotaur in the Labyrinth? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, because
0: oh, yeah, cause we're in a maze, right? Yeah. Like, you know... I, I I thought that um okay, Patroclus gets his ass beat by Hector in the second trial. Patroclus tells Achilles to leave him, and we get when we get I highlighted this because in this second trial when Achilles is dragging Patroclus behind him, he goes um Achilles leave me um Achilles says, as if Patroclus isn't, like, a full partner in our relationship, as if I could leave him, as if, like, him choosing to not be with me is something that I could, like, fathom, right? Like, Achilles has this whole thing. Like, um, as if choosing to stop striving alongside of me is a choice. It's just very interesting here. And then um, it just kind of reinforces that Achilles is very, af- like, afraid of a split between them um and does everything to hang on to patroclus even though patroclus is telling him to let go um and that is mirrored in the uh decision scene in the hospital later on this exact situation but if achilles had dropped patroclus he would have won right like Both times he would have won, but he chooses not to because his, like, ultimate goal, even though he thinks it's Ares, is just, like, Patroclus and, like, his love, like, his love situation. I don't think he, like,
1: realizes the depth of his love. He knows it in these moments, but it's almost like, I don't know, I don't want to say that he's in denial. I don't know if he knows how, like how deep it is because he gives I, up
0: everything
1: yeah and he says yeah. that even at the end when um helen wins aries she wins all the trials he says that you know helen never lost sight of anything yeah she, she she deserves it yeah she never lost sight of it and you just see that constantly happening in that conversation though of him never understanding what his life would be at without patroclus when patroclus was always just like waiting for you know he he was taking any morsel of achilles um for any amount of time because he felt like it you know it was on borrowed time anyway it was just going you know so he was just constantly any day he's gonna leave me and i have to mentally prepare for that and you know maybe i'm a glutton for punishment but i'll take what i can get while i can get it so i feel like that's why patroclus was always like just i'll I'll be fine come back to me after you get the key. You yeah, know? Like, like, Maybe like the third trial, it was a little like, he had to go to the hospital. It was a little questionable there. Uh, but that second one, fucking leave me. You can come back. It's not like I'm left for dead here.
0: I got a couple bruises. It's, it's very, very interesting. Very interesting. So after the second trial, we have the Minotaur, Paris, Achilles, uh, Patroclus, and Helen. Those are the last five that are left.
1: Do you think... This is me overthinking, me being a Patroclus. If they, if they, you know, especially Patroclus, the thinker, the logical person, if they had conversations before every trial, okay, here's, let's think of, you know, strategic planning, let's think of backup plans. If this happens, you keep going. Like, I feel like if they were supposed to be in it all the way together, like, wouldn't they have contingency plans before the, each of these trials?
0: I think it just shows the depth of achilles brain turning off when patroclus is in trouble uh because it is just like a seeing red kind of moment and everything goes out the window and like even even if right it it still it still wouldn't matter even oh, if right. they did have the conversations uh because achilles can't because achilles can't he just he like physically cannot get away from patroclus and and like you know helen is just like um but but yes. Um so after the second trial we get one of my favorite scenes and that is Helen just eviscerating these men about uh, how, what they think about her qualifications to be Aries and I just absolutely love it. It is it is my favorite scene I think. And and Helen kind of um says like, you know, I'm going to show my hand. I'm going to show my hand. But fuck it. Fuck these men that think that I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, here, boom, 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 politics, gossip, all of it. Do you know any of this? And Patroclus is like, I don't, I I know nothing. The next chapter
1: with Patroclus POV, he's all like, holy shit. Maybe I didn't know. He goes, I don't know what I don't
0: know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what I don't know. And it's like, yeah. And you don't know a lot. And it's just, it's just really great. And Achilles is just like. Well, we should be a thropple after that. After that, he's just like, <laughs> well, all three of us then. All of us because we're a good team. We work together, and and he's like, we should keep fucking. Yeah, we should. And then we're like, wait, what? And
1: even Patrick says, And Helen looks at Patrick. She, he didn't talk about this. But, you know, we no, like, I'm no. just having my coffee.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, how hot though! How hot though? Helen comes out of that shower and like Pat, they're both sitting like shirtless in like sweatpants, drinking coffee and like reading the paper. I was just like. Phew fan art please. Fan, oh my god please. please i
1: want fan art of that
0: please please uh and then we have after after that conversation we have the very like the the it's a it's a long shower sexy scene i drew a diagram <laughs> That diagram isn't from the shower scene though. It's from no, the bed scene, from after, the bed the sho- scene after, after the shower. the bed scene after the shower scene. Yeah, that's before the I next shower scene. Before yeah, before the next <laughs> shower scene. Yeah. Uh the thing that I like about these sex scenes is obviously they're good sex scenes. Obviously, Katie's very good at them. Um but there's like communication and it's there's it's also fun and there's it's it's not like super serious, but everybody's having a really good time. Um and they and the boys The boys get theirs, but they make sure that Helen gets hers, like, a lot.
1: Helen's the priority before regularly. Yeah. Like, they're, like, she needs to get her some a a few times Yeah, before they're even, you know, worrying about themselves, which... We love.
0: We love that. We, love we absolutely that. love that. And I like the playfulness uh with Achilles because Achilles says that like he's bossy, he's a bossy person, he's bossy in the bedroom, but like it works for them and I I just really like that. Well, them. and
1: even like the there were, there were parts where he would say something and she and he would say that he sees like a little glint in her eyes when mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, wait, she's she's going to push back and she's being a little bit bratty." And then, you know, it it's just, it's just so fun. So,
0: fun. <laughs> so fun, but it brings me to my pacing issue. My pacing issue is that it is kind of after, after that kind of um, sexiness that we have, we immediately in chapter eight or chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 28, we are immediately like in the tunnel going to the arena immediately. It is just like, okay, okay. So we're skipping the getting ready. We're skip. Okay. Okay. We're doing it. All right. It was just weird. It was just weird to me. And it made me think that that was a cutting point. Like a lot of stuff got cut right there. Okay. Because it went right from like, and then the trial was the next morning too. And we're walking into the trial. So like that part, I feel like was cut and rewritten. That's really only my criticism is with the pacing because I was just really thrown off. Because... The way that this book is set up, that first uh, throuple sex scene, I don't think is until like 54% of the book. It's more um, than halfway through. Yeah, like so it's four four more than halfway through. It. So by the time we're here in like chapter 28, we're like, we don't have a lot left. So we're really powering through this and um, just powering through this third trial, which is um, trial by combat. And um, I mean, it's wild. It's wild. Right? Like, Patroclus and the Minotaur... Again, Patroclus is taking an L.
1: Poor Patroclus.
0: She's taking another L. I feel bad for him. His glasses... You know, poor guy. Poor guy. Oh, When
1: they said his glasses were crushed, I felt that. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, no.
0: Yeah, but the Minotaur, uh, you know, he's out there to, like... He's out there to kill, right? Yeah, he
1: wasn't out there for, like, first blood, which is what it technically should have been. Um, I mean, and that was also foreshadowed at the beginning of this book, too, I think, where it was like, oh, you know, accidents happen. Accidents could happen. Yeah, Helen, you could get
0: hurt. Accidents happen. Yeah. Uh, So really, this is just um, Patroclus fighting the Minotaur. Achilles not following through on, on eliminating Paris, getting completely distracted by Patroclus, seeing red. And going to save Patroclus. And, and, and not getting there in time, right? Because he has that, like, I imagine he's, like, running. It's, like, slow-mo, right? And, he, and he's got, like, his thoughts. He's like, I'm not going to be there. So I'm not fast enough. I was never fast enough. You know, all he's, he's, all these doubts, right? Right? And then, and then it, like, speeds up when he gets there. And he, like, catches him. This is in my head. Um, but that, that's what I was thinking. And then um, Helen, for the fucking win here. Of course. Um, both times. For the Minotaur and uh, for Paris, but the Minotaur I really liked. I really appreciated that because she just like because Achilles is like she's gonna slit his throat, but she didn't. She just like got him on the face. Um, We we like that control there, Um, and I also like how like he didn't stop right away, and she just like turned around. She's like, "What the fuck?" Like rules, hello, really good. Uh, And then Helen and Paris. This this whole oh my god that whole scene where he's just firing arrows at her and, and she's, she's dodging them. Yeah. And
1: like, so they say like she's dancing through them or mm-hmm. whatever. It was just so graceful the way I imagined it in my head.
0: Yeah. She's like, whoosh, whoosh. And then she, she throws the dagger and like nails him right in the shoulder. And then she just like looks at, and she, and she goes to take a step, right. To like, really like fuck him up. And then she just like, looks at Athena and is like, and Athena's like, yeah, you're Aries. Um, and like the wind is hollow. That is, that is the thing that is interesting there. Because she knows
1: Achilles and Patroclus. They're like, you know, Patroclus is down. And she's... She had her eye on the prize, Ares. But her first thought isn't even... She's Ares now. It's... She wants to check on Patroclus. And, like, full stop. She's not allowed to. Like, he's out. Like, we got shit to do.
0: And... And... Uh, and, and Achilles addresses this at the end. But Helen reaches out for a little reassurance there
1: right right she's like
0: achilles like hey and and achilles is just like i i I have to go to the hospital i'll talk to you later yeah she didn't
1: she she even said she doesn't feel like there was a promise and uh, that there would be a follow-through there
0: yeah it's just like crazy and then we get the hospital well i want to do the hospital before we get to the politics so at the hospital achilles is in the chair and he's like you know Patroclus isn't gonna want me because I'm not a winner. Patroclus only wanted me because I was a winner and how can he be satisfied and then um, I'm gonna lose Patroclus to Helen because how can uh, Patroclus be sati- be satisfied with just me now? Um, and then <laughs> and then um, Patroclus wakes up, which I really like because just as you said, Patroclus' his first like thought was like oh, oh like holy shit, like who won? Pretty much because we promised Helen that she would not be married to Paris. I really like this hospital scene. I like this hospital scene because Patroclus does something that I do a lot. Like, Patroclus has already worked out how the scenario is going to go and he's already made his decision. And he's just like kind of looking at Achilles and saying it and being like, All right, so are you going to get there on your own or do I have to say it? Like, um, because then Achilles starts going through the politics of it, right? Because Eros comes and, like, Eros says, like...
1: Oh, because Eros is at the hospital Because Helen said, hey, I want to cash in that favor. He goes, yeah, sure, whatever. Because we already know that they're friends, again, from Electric Mm -hmm. Idol. They're cool. So she goes, can you go to the hospital and ask them, like, are they still offering me this future, you know, that they painted for me? Now, leading up until this point, we knew that Helen couldn't go to the hospital. She couldn't step on any toes. She is Aries now. So... You know, politics, you know, the, the the heavy politics are starting to get into play into this book now. Um, and, and Eros says to Achilles, because Achilles is, like, in a mood, like, why isn't Helen here? Like, she should be here, blah, blah, blah. And Eros says, look, Helen is a friend, so I'm going to be uncharacter- uncharacteristically straight with you. Her charging to your side and defying Athena on her first day, as Ares might sound romantic as fuck, but every action she makes from here on out makes uh, m- uh, she makes now has consequences. And it just reminded me of the Eros that we know from electric idol, where he, you know, when they were, when him and psyche were going to do the prenup and he goes, people who are crazy in love, like he was just so methodical and he goes, bigger picture, bigger picture. That's always, and I really respect that about Eros, And I respect that about Helen understanding the bigger picture. And if it Achilles took a step back, like, logically. And he, like, later comes to that conclusion. He goes, logically, I know it makes sense. I know that there's there's a lot of moving pieces involved right now. But, like, he's coming from a very emotional place right now. Um, So he's not able to look at things objectively. And the one person who's typically of sound mind in his life is literally on the bed in front of him.
0: But then he wakes up and he's like, "Um, so... Essentially, I am going to resign from Athena and I'm going to uh get in this relationship with helen and um are you are you gonna are you gonna come are you gonna come that's essentially what he's doing and, and Achilles is just like well, I mean um and he, and he has to work through it. He has to and, and that, you know, that's kind of for us too as the reader. He's like, "Well, if I resign with Aries and it doesn't work, I can't go back or I, you know, I can't like I can't do all of this stuff. Like Athena won't take me back because I'll have been with Aries, so then what do I do?" You know, all of this stuff he's working through the politics.
1: And he's also like I think there's like a lot of self-identity stuff going on there mm-hmm. because it's the who am I without this thing, right? Who how do I define myself if I'm not aries if i am not this person and he has to come to his own terms of who he is as a person and maybe i'm just like being a little too in depth about it but then he also says to helen like you nobody needs another aries but i can like but i'm i'm an achilles i'm myself Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah he's like you know uh, my name will be known forever like like helen your name will be known forever just for like you know other things but like achilles will be known forever only achilles and like all of this stuff and i don't need another title yeah and he is he's getting he's like make me second in command and we're gonna fix this barrier situation and like fuck all these like fuck all this conflict like all of this i i really did like that and i like that patroclus just kind of watched him like slowly catch up and like get there too and be like yeah and then, and then they're, um, I think Achilles is like, yeah, let's go get our girl. Like, let's go get her. I
1: love throughout the whole thing. You see them, you know, before they got to this conclusion on their own, they were re- like, let's go get our girl. Like, it was always like an our girl reference. Mm-hmm. It was never a my girl. Um, like, he already, like, she was already in the fold with them. Um, or like, our princess. Like, don't yeah. get me started on the
0: princess shit. <laughs> yep. yep. Um,
1: I, I loved it. I loved it. All the, All of it, all
0: of it. Or when um Achilles is like, Oh Patroclus, you should have seen her. Like she she was dodging the arrows and then she threw the dagger and Patroclus is like she shouldn't have thrown the dagger, it was risky. It was like she nailed it. Like that they were so proud of her. Like it was it was so, so great. I just really love them. I love them as a thruple. I'm excited to see kind of how they are. And I love that Achilles, like just like dumb, beautiful himbo Achilles is just like, let's get married! And everyone's like, what? They're like, what? He's like, not right now, but like later. Obviously later. And I'm just like, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that.
1: I'll take that as a novella. I'll take it in any form. I'll take their honeymoon night. I'll take all the things. But you know what also is really nice and just like to add to just the... The way that they perceive each other, I mean, specifically Helen, when she's coming out of this, like, very toxic, um, traumatizing relationship, is when they're just kind of, like, glorifying her – not glorifying, I think that's the wrong word, but it was – before we started recording, I think I, and, and talking this out, I feel a lot better. I had shared with you, Laura, that I kind of felt bothered with some of Achilles' comments because it felt like backhanded compliments to Helen. Like, oh, you'd win if it wasn't for me, you know? And you had pointed out, well, Achilles in his mind has had had never thought of an alternative situation where he, where when he set his goals out, he was accomplishing him. He said he wanted, you know, and Patroclus says also in the beginning of the book, he wants to be second in command for Athena in 10 years. He did it in six. Like he set his own mile markers and he always accomplished them. So, um, so when he would say these comments to uh, Helen, I felt like, oh, well, this kind of seems like uh, you'd be, ba- you, you'd you do it, but I'm here. So you're not going to, you know, I felt like they were very backhanded and in talking this out. I feel better about it. But there is this thing that he says to her when they're going through those comments where um, Achilles is telling Helen, you're strong and you're smart and you're ambitious as fuck. And, you know, I love that shit. Um, and then he goes, like, if it wasn't for me, blah, blah, blah. But, but when he's saying all of that. The thing, she's not even taking it as a backhanded compliment because she held on to, she's like, you think I'm strong? You think I'm like all these things? Because she knew what she's up, like she knew what she was capable of, but people constantly were like, you're not going to win. You're not going to do this. You're not capable. And she was just like holding on to the fact that there was somebody else, specifically a male, who thought that she is capable of this role.
0: And also, he to piss her off. He he was like, "What do you think that I hold so much influence that to, to make you change your mind? Like my opinion would change your mind? Like no, you're stronger than that. Like you don't care about like." And and he would he would do that. Um, and that, and he's just like a like a sweet tunnel vision. He just doesn't. He just doesn't think very hard, and that's fine, right? Like Patrick List <laughs> does the thinking, and that's okay. Um, because Patroclus does say when, when he, when Achilles does say these kind of like backhanded things, um, you know, he doesn't mean it like that, or, you know, like you just had to say that, like yep. really. And, and So it's, it's there, um, to kind of bring levity to it. But, um, it, like I was saying earlier, it, 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 didn't really bother me because he, in my head, the way I read him was just so just blind to everything and just so secure in his own ability to do things which is why when Achilles is fighting the Minotaur he's like I can take him he's like I don't think I can take him I I don't think I can take him and then it's from that on we realized that um you know he, he couldn't he couldn't for Multiple reasons, but he couldn't beat the Minotaur. You know, lots of things there. Um, But it was was just really, really great then. And then to know that all three of them are going to be like a team, like inside and outside of the bedroom is just so, so fun. And something that I'm really looking forward to because I don't see or have read a lot about the Rupples, like day to day, like doing stuff. Because they painted a real, I say they, like Katie, painted a really good scene here. Achilles is like, and I could see it, like, you know, like, Patrick and I getting up in the morning and doing our workout. And then we come back for coffee and Helen's coming in for coffee before she goes. It's right there. It's perfect. It's all right there for us. How to make it real. And I'm excited for them because they'll be background characters, I'm sure, just like everybody is. um, Just to kind of see how they interact with each other and with uh, the rest of the 13 because uh, I just think it'll be a lot of fun
1: I think it'd be fun and like I like you said there's the 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 talk of like what the day today would be like specifically in the working environment where Patroclus and uh, Helen would be like doing the methodical strategy stuff and Achilles would be kind of like uh, following through with those machinations while there's still like the politics like I, I and like Patroclus would be the in-between because he has the on the ground as well as the the thinking part of it's just you can see the dynamic and you want to see more of it unfold because truthfully at least in my experience with some of my reads and of course like I've seen uh, you know Katie is really where I'm more familiar with uh, her like how she writes polyamorous relationships and like you said earlier like you would have loved to imagining will Tessa and Gem and like I feel like this would have been really
0: similar too. Oh, it, it's good, it's good. I, I really enjoy this book. Would recommend this book. Jess, do you have a favorite part of this book? I didn't ask you. Um, I was gonna say I have to go back and read. I've read it twice. <laughs> I feel like it. I, I feel like it
1: switches up because I really liked some of the spicy scenes, which usually I'm just like whatever about it. Uh, well, I, I, I think it depends on the people, actually. But I loved just, like, Helen just showing everybody the fuck up. Like, I really like that she proved people wrong time and time again.
0: And no matter what. And everybody.
1: Yeah. Everybody. And everybody. It- and I like even with the politics at the end where everybody was like oh you know we really needed Achilles to win well you didn't fucking tell anybody you all had your own machinations going on you wanted everybody to be your little pawns and your players and it didn't go according to plan because you didn't tell anybody so now you kind of shot yourselves in the foot you put yourselves in the situation and now how are we going to go from here because I they didn't want to like you know and it's not just like this 13 it's just like Greek gods in general Um, and a lot of these retellings when it's doesn't go according to their plan it's everybody's issue yeah but like forgetting the fact that like wait uh, take some responsibility before you start pointing your fingers at everybody else like point it back at yourself
0: well that's a very good lesson (laughs) (laughs) take accountability it's important that's a very good lesson um those are all my points my points have been made
1: this is really fun um I, i guess we'll find out more between if there's any novellas in between any little you know Inklings that Katie will drop in her newsletter, and the next book of the Dark Olympus series, which we mentioned at the top of the show, it is Radiant Sin, which will currently is slated for February. 2023. And that'll be the Apollo Cassandra book. So that'll be a fun thing to read, I think, because I've never really read much about Apollo aside from the Apollo that we read with Carly Spade. And that was just a completely, I wouldn't even say retelling. It's like an extension of Apollo's life and, you know, what happens after. So I'm really excited. I'm always excited for like a Greek retelling, especially when it's something that we're not familiar with and you don't hear a lot about.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with you completely. The only I am thinking about what I know about Cassandra and it is just the one thing that we all know about her. So it was very exciting to learn more about that. And just, uh, yeah, nice little plug for Carly. (laughs) So feel
1: free to follow us on Instagram, Akafe podcast. We're also both on TikTok, Akafe Laura and Akafe Jessica. Thanks for joining us and we will see you in the future. Please feel free to say some kind words and reviews. If you have a moment, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks y'all.